DPR wishes to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we meet, the Yagara people and the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You will find or death. Many trials wait you true to your heart. Beware. Beware. There's nothing to worry about. My children? Silence cloaks the land of Barovia. It lays heavy like the ever-present blanket of fog. At the edge of the thick forest, dew droplets condense and fall to the ground, their soft patter breaking the eerie quiet. Thump, 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 thump. They splash on the ground, spilling their life-giving waters. Thump, 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 thump. Their patter is underscored by a distant thumping. Far to the east, atop the tallest tower of Castle Ravenloft. Strahd broods beside a great crystal heart. The sound of rushing blood and the rhythmic pumping of the heart fills the chamber, growing stronger and stronger, until at midnight red light streams from the windows, red rays spearing out across the land, seeking the parts where darkness lays heaviest. One ray reaches through, caressing the turned soil of a nearly fresh grave. An unusually wide grave. There is a grinding sound and a filthy hand bursts from the ground, clawing and digging for freedom. Another bursts through, then another and another. Four hands working in concert, digging. Another ray leaps out to land on the still smouldering pile of ash that once stood as a tall windmill. From beneath the heaps of charred scalps, a hand bursts out, scrabbling at the pile. It's joined by a claw, cracked and burnt and snapping its way to freedom. The last ray, the strongest, the darkest red, reaches with purpose the furthest across the bay. It spears down and through the tangled grapevines to land on a small hill. It glows and pulses on a fresh grave. The flowers atop it still flush with color. The dirt mound begins to shift and tremble and dirt and pebbles cascade down its side into a pattern at its base. A pattern that spells DPR, Curse of Strahd. Welcome, welcome. It is DPR, Curse of Strahd, episode number 30. And like a snake eating its own tail, we thought we would aurora boris ourselves, give ourselves a little pat on the back and uh, 
give you a little treat, a little clip show on episode 30. It's just highlights. So um, if you've heard it all, if you've listened to this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're, it's us. It's us. We're just doing a normal show. It's uh, episode 30. And uh, if that intro is anything to go by, nothing new here. Mm. <laughs> nothing. Same just old the, stuff, different just day. Just the same. Greg, you should mix the intro up, man. The same mm. intro week. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was just hoping for another intro show where we do... <laughs> 30-odd minutes of intro and oh, 10 minutes of game. Greg, that can <laughs> still happen. Well, if, we're, if we're revisiting our old characters, then we're going to have to do an extended <laughs> episode. <laughs> the wind rustles the head. No, not again. Uh, hey, my name's Emil. Uh, I'm playing this week, uh, as I play most weeks, um, Sonny Bono, <laughs> the sentient sun sword, sworn enemy of Strahd. And current occupier of the rag and bone man, fat as he as as he is bald, uh, pudgy, cankles, cart full of random shit, uh, all of which will make for some hilarious, you know, prop gags. I'm hoping um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the savage hemorrhoids, mate. I was I was trying to had until now. Um, you hadn't taken a step yet. Uh, well. Tiny dick, massive hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I thought this was supposed to be role-playing um, <laughs> Right, um, speaking of tiny dicks, Ben, your turn <laughs> Oh, how did I know that that is what was going to be said? Because I am the member of DPR with the tiniest dick My oh, name yes. is Ben and <laughs> Including I play... me like... Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I play Ragyog, the goblin cleric of Lathander. Um, he's packing, but uh, nobody knows that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Dirty 30 episode, anything could happen. Um, he, he's feeling a little bit uncomfortable, however. That he would be with all that meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can only think of... Fucking Ragyog's girthy goblet cock. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, uh, he's a bit worried. Uh, because his dick's so big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tough yeah. life. Humble uh, brain. Yeah, yeah. Like whether yeah. or not his brain will have enough, you know, blood, blood. in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. So but, uh, only made once a lifetime. You know, yeah, no, yeah. no, we get it, Ben. There's been, uh, <laughs> there's he not calls really himself the morning lord. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even want to think what all this being brushed by tentacles was in the last episode, then. Um, <laughs> little uh, bit too raunchy, perhaps, for our uh, our poor innocent listeners. Um, well, if they've made it this far, they only want it to get raunchier, right? Yes. <laughs> I agree. Dirty 30s were Strap exactly. on in, folks, because Strap on on. In for a bumpy <laughs> ride. Uh, I think that's enough from, from Ragyog. Uh, Lauren, how, how about you clean this party up a bit? <laughs> Why would you yes, do that Lauren? <laughs> Why? Which is also uh, my safety word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name's Lauren and I'm playing Irina Indirovich, the daughter of the Burgermeister, who is a sorcerer lady as well. Uh, we're on our merry band of adventure. Been, I've, I feel like I've been taking a little backseat, but that's because I have, a, I have like a lot of trauma, um, including uh, harboring Tatiana, the ex-thingy of Strahd. Um, and basically trying to accrue as much power as possible before we take that that, that guy down. Um, so, you know, that's that's what Irina does uh, in her spare time. Um, but professionally, you know, there's all – I don't actually know what her real job is. All right, well, think about that. Uh, Emil, <laughs> no, you've already uh, – Dan. <laughs> Was she a no, noble? Wasn't she a noble woman? Oh yeah, no, I don't have to work. Absolutely, you yeah. never worked a day in her life. So Absolutely a pro- professional not. lady of leisure. My hands are soft and supple, and a lady of leisure. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, masturbates a lot. Okay, Dan. <laughs> Turn on. Uh, oh wow. Um. I'm Dan. I am playing um, Sasha. Uh, She is a gnome wizard. 
come along to w- along with this merry band of uh, people and doesn't quite know uh, what's going on at the moment. Uh, uh, thrown a little spanner in the works. Um, yes, Sasha, she's a character, I guess. Um, Jack is a bit of a character. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, 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 come on. Deep backstory. One dimensional is still character. You know, you don't need all those dimensions. You know? <laughs> no. I know, right? Just where it counts. Am I right? What? Just where it counts. She's got a southern accent. <laughs> oh, God, that multi faceted. Can we Hello. keep going? Hey. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. We got um, there. I was, I, I'm glad stop. you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did. Fucking typical. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jack, uh, and I play Louise, who is a uh, a woman of the waves, i.e., a fish woman. Uh, in is that a, a euphemism? Yes. Um, the euphemism <laughs> is that she's a fish with a diving bell on, um, <laughs> and um, she basically. Basically, she's uh, currently just patting Curly the horse, um, you know, doing the the dusting of the horse, you know, because um, dusting that's a what horse. you got to do when you got a horse. That's Is around. that a euphemism? Dusting, uh, I'm dusting that's my horse. horse. Excuse yeah. me, everyone. I'm going behind the bushes to dust my horse. <laughs> in great I mean, sweeping motions. I mean. To be fair, for her, she's been stuck in this uh, this suit for a long time, and it's been—I mean, she, it's hard, you know. Does she ever change the water in there? Um, when there's a big body of water, yeah, but that's very rare. Doesn't come up that often, so it's just—it's uh, just—it's just, you know. Hopefully, there's a, a bathing situation soon because it's not just fishy anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, my name is Greg Pickering, and I am the dungeon master for Curse of Strahd. Uh, and I'm also playing uh, Esmeralda de Avenir, a famed monster hunter with a mechanical leg uh, with a built in crossbow, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'll be playing all of the other things that we come across uh, in our journey. So we find um, we find ourselves uh, at the edge of the forest, at the foot of Yester Hill, which sits at the edge of the the valley of um, Barovia. So we're right down uh, the western end of the valley now. Travelled the the whole length, um, and you'll you, you will of course remember from my previous descriptions that the valley is ringed by um, jagged mountains uh, that rise uh, high up uh, into the sky uh, and is always blanketed by the thick magical mist um, that lays heavy. And um, because you are at right at the edge of the valley, that wall of thick mist um, is uh, is solid on the other side of the the hill. It, it reaches up into the sky and and wraps around to to touch the mountains on either side. Uh, and and when it when it is this close and and this tall, it, it's really ominous and and uh, fills you with that feeling that you you are very much trapped uh, trapped in Barovia. Uh, so as the um, the trail leads up to the base of the hill, the the road leads up to the top of the hill, uh, and right at the top is the huge, um, dark, ominous tree. It's bare branches clawing at the sky. Uh, it, it's it's uh, dark bark oozing evil even from this distance. Uh, and the road leads down. And, and as the hill comes down, there are uh, concentric circles of, uh, of cairns like a, or, or um, monoliths, so black stones um, and piles of stones that are in concentric circles coming down the hill. Uh, so you, as you near the edge of the the forest, before you sort of come out onto the hill, uh, you slow to to take this sight in uh, before you. And the hill is very steep; it rises up a good five hundred feet to the top, 
uh, above you. So you, as you look up, this this huge tree really shadows down, and you can see at the base of uh, the tree, and just before the first ring of um, of stones, there is a uh, a cottage which is um, perched awkwardly on the side of the hill, and it seems to be built on a uh, a tree stump, and the um, as you watch the, I know the how I know how it feels. Stump. Sorry, just a, just a little hemorrhoid joke to get us going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one really popped. Um, so the I've got a cream um, for that. Sunny. The, it's okay, <laughs> the pop filter didn't even stop it. <laughs> Oh, the roots, um, <laughs> as you watch, the roots of this uh, this tree stump that forms the base of this cottage writhe in the ground as it sort of settles into its spot. Um, and in front of the the cottage is a uh, a, a giant upside down skull. It's a giant. It's so giant. It's a giant skull, uh, and it's upside down. The jawbone's been removed. Um, and it sits just at the door to the um, the cottage. And as you look on, uh, the figure of a, a, a beautiful uh, pale woman with long black hair steps out of the cottage and steps into the um, the giant skull, which takes off and flies around uh, above you and then shoots off in the distance where you have come from. So it, it heads off in the direction uh, where you've just come from. Okay. Can you give me perception checks, please? Once you pop, you can't stop. There it is. All right. There Yay! it is. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> I think you're going to stop. <laughs> stop pretty quick. Uh, oh, that was a good roll. Ten. Oh. Oh, that's a very 22. Good 23. Sonny's senses are heightened due to not being able to sit really well. <laughs> 16. 19. Ragyog is too busy digging around in his pouch for the hemorrhoid cream um, and is the only one. I um, swear it's here somewhere. That misses uh, the fact that um, the. Uh, the, the, the Baba Yaga, who's in the, the skull that flies over, seems to be scanning the forest below. She's looking for something as she heads out um, further away from the hill. Uh, and the um, it's it's daytime, so this uh, the, the meager day's light um, filters down through the forest above you um, onto the, the path. And and as you, you watch her fly away, you start to hear the crackle of undergrowth from both sides of the road as figures begin to approach you. They're shuffling, it's like a shuffling, scrambling sound as, um, as, as four figures crunch towards you. And you realize that three are on one side and one is on the other, on the left. And that one sounds much larger and heavier than the others. And it, cr- it crashes and, and thumps through the, the forest as it approaches you. Does anyone want to take any actions before they appear? I suggest that maybe we're hard rather than stand still because that didn't work out so well for me the last time. What do you suggest? We hide inside the cart? <laughs> a lady who learns from her experience is clearly Lady Sasha. Um, can I see if they, what kinds of creatures they are? You can't see them at all, right? You, have, you didn't have a good enough perception check. You didn't see shit. No, um, you said I couldn't see old mate in a skull ship scanning stuff or did I not see these things either uh, you can hear you hear them approach but you're the last of everyone to hear but no you can't see them through the, the thick forest the forest on either side of the, the road is is really dense you could probably uh, see about 20 feet in by the light of the Republican party and he holds his sword aloft and casts <laughs> light to the cantrip um, Louise uh, oh did Louise see anything she got no, 16. You, none of you none of you can see anything. You can hear them approaching. Uh, Louise um, reaches for the animated shield on her uh, on her um, belt and holds it out and whispers, Power. 
power of the proletariat. <laughs> and uh, and it and it launches up and let and no one say we don't represent both sides. <laughs> exactly. And um, <laughs> and uh, and the shield launches up and a and a sort of a a, a blast of of wavy, um, uh, like watery vapor encases the. Are we on a cart? Yeah. Yeah, the cart. You're in, you remember in the um, the wagon being pulled yeah. by Curly. You're, you're, yeah, you're in um, <clears throat> you know the, the horse you were dusting. Burgermaster's wagon. Remember the one that got uh, smashed by the twig blights, um, and uh, you've been using Curly, yeah. the actual yeah, yeah, horse, yeah. to pull it along. Yeah, and I guess right. now you have a rag and bone cart attached to the back that's of right. the, yeah. the. It's got carriage. a little trailer yeah. hanging off the back. I'm yeah. not leaving that behind. Um, Ragyog notices this going on, Greg, and grabs his holy symbol and, like, rubs it against his trousers like a cricketer, rubs a bowling ball before they bowl it, and then he goes, Body Lord, aid my allies. And I cast aid uh, on uh, uh, Irina and on... Our new newest sunny version, and also on Sasha. Yummy. And what does aid do? Uh, each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. Nice. nice. Delish. Which is eight hours. And uh, so when uh, Sunny cast light, um, Sasha, after just saying that maybe they should hide and is feeling very self-conscious about what was uh, after the last time that she said about uh, just standing still, um, she starts to mutter to herself and starts to uh, draw symbols in the air um, around herself and then suddenly she vanishes as she has cast invisibility. Oh no, Sasha, you don't have to hide. You gotta stand up for yourself. It's every person for themselves in the Libertarian Party. And she lifts up her leg on the side of the carriage and um, she's already loaded the, the heavy crossbow in her, uh, under her kneecap, um, which she points out um, at the, the forest around you. So the light shines above I, 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 I also wanna Sasha be invisible, shimmers. thank you. <laughs> and disappears. <laughs> Wait for me, she um, says, and just and like then, does like one of those like and also disappears. Waves her hands in front. Yeah. And as she does the head waving hands, Irina draws in the mist and fog around her, which swirls around her. So now she just looks like a cloud. And, Bye. Uh, disappears. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Um, amazing. The light shines out um, above those of you who remain, um, and you're all um, filled with, or some of you are filled with Ragyog's um, big morning lord energy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> And figures crash through the underbrush uh, to surround the um, the carriage. So the carriage is in the centre. You're all arrayed just uh, on it or around it, uh, and the forest presses on either side. So the road here is 20 feet wide, um, and it's difficult terrain as soon as you you hit the underbrush. And you hear them crashing and raking through the the um, the brush. They have rakes. And and suddenly, <laughs> three vampire spawn appear on uh, your right. Um, it is um, George W. Bush, Ellen DeGeneres, <gasps> and the third vampire spawn, uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, and, um, Correct. And, is he making uh, monkey on noises? The, on, on the left side, the. the <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> On the, the left side, the, the forest crashes and this huge hulking figure smashes through the undergrowth to appear um, a, a huge double-headed vampire spawn 
um, it, in a in a ripped and tattered horse costume, um, <laughs> wielding an accordion. It is the Siamese twins. Uh, <gasps> oh, sorry, the conjoined twins, Franklin and Jerry, oh. in vampire spawn from, uh, form. You're back, and guys. Back to wreak havoc, sir. <laughs> Please pass me your neck. <laughs> Beautiful. Can you all roll initiative for me, please? Ooh. Hang on a second. I recognize him. Oh, damn. 20. A trifling three for Sonny. 17. Uh, 12. Four for Sasha. Okay, um, so Franklin and Jerry smash out of the left-hand side um, and they look around um, and seeing no familiar faces, they um, they rush to attack, but you are all prepared for them. Ragyog, you get the first go. Now is a good time to take a moment to thank our Patreon subscribers, our Patreon subscribers who make this and all of our other spin-off shows possible. Spin-off shows may not be available in your region. Please check your local guides to see if your spin-off shows are available there. Um, we really appreciate our Patreon subscribers who subscribe and subdue everything we do, and we love them very much. So uh, if you want to join, then do that. www.patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll. If you don't know how to spell it by now, then get on out of there and learn because it's dice, regular spelling, paper, regular learn spelling. Learn Roll with an E on the end because two puns are better than one. <laughs> Amazing. So, Ragyog, you uh, you get to act first, having um, you're all all been prepared, and even though you noticed them last, you were quickest uh, on the drop. Those garlic cough lollies seem to. Um, they've done also, the trick. They've yeah. also got a heap of pseudo ephedrine in them. They're Bloody amazing. <laughs> Don't do anything for my blocked nose, though. Uh, Incredible. It's just that because that's because it's a deviated septum, not a. <laughs> <laughs> a step forward and this time hold up the holy symbol of Ravenkind, and I'm going to channel divinity to turn dead at undead as I face the three vampire spawn. <gasps> Gabe, I hated all of your boobies. Fuck off. Are you talking about and Franklin and Jerry? Are you talking about our spin-off movies? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I liked you two. The butler did it with no, the No, no, no. Uh, what is it? Kevin Spacey? No, it wasn't Kevin Spacey. It was uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Ricky and the other one. Who was the other one? George yeah, Bush. Ricky Gervaisi. George W. Bush. His awful, awful movie. <laughs> Ricky Gervaisi. <laughs> okay, so uh, that is a... Oh, God, a DC 15. But if they're a half challenge rating or lower, it will destroy them. Other, hang on. And I'm going to use the three charges to... Sorry, three charges from the Holy Symbol of Ravenkind, which means they will have disadvantage on their saving throws against the effect. Okay. Uh, boom. So yep. if they're more than a challenge rating of half then it won't destroy them but it will stop them in their tracks okay so it, it holds them yeah. in place okay <gasps> so they're turned for one minute or until they take damage so they spend their turn trying to move as far away from me as they can and can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me get back um, get yeah, back yeah fantastic so you hold up the the amulet of Ravenkind your um, holy yeah. symbol of Lathander still in your other hand and as you channel the positive cleric energy that you wield through this symbol the the usual turn energy glows a crimson red as it it is funneled through the the ruby that sits in the center of the amulet of Ravenkind and you can feel it get cold against your skin as that red uh, magical energy surrounds you and touches each of the vampire spawn. And as you look up at your own hand grasping that amulet, it seems as if it begins to ooze a black ichor that 
runs down your arm and each of the the bits of ichor that are running out in front of the others begins to lengthen and bend until it looks like long black tentacles wrap around your arm and down Ugh. and flick at your armpit. Um, and just as you finish uh, channeling the, the positive energy, do you, do you want to keep going? Do you want to let it go? How, how do you react? Uh, well, it's an it? action to do it, but I think, yeah. I think when I see that, I, and I drop the amulet on the ground at my feet. Uh, you stop channeling and drop the amulet. Um, the the turn energy has you you successfully cast the action, um, and as you let go of it, it leaves a trail of frost in the air as it falls down to the ground. Um, and you can see that red magical energy has a shimmer of um, a shimmer of black in it as it surrounds all of you and touches. Uh, each of you um, and the vampire spawn around you and that uh, flickers and and dissipates as the cold amulet rests on the um, the rocks of the the road um, each of the vampires they're uh, they're covered in the the red and black energy that swirls around them um, and you see their, their their lips peel back and bear their uh, their fangs in terror as they each turn and flee into the woods one by one Ellen DeGeneres tearing off into the underbrush um, tr- branches and twigs scratching at her at her perfectly manicured fingers and uh, George W. Bush ra- like rummaging through the bushes <laughs> with his perfectly manicured fingers <laughs> and Ricky Gervais just trying to dig his way out with his thick Sausage fingers. And, dig up, Ricky. Uh, dig up. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Ellen. Just keep running. Just keep running. <laughs> um, Franklin and Jerry, their their teeth, um, their lips peel back from their teeth in a rictus of of pain and frustration, and they they look forward and but they refuse to be cowed. They've been servants for far too long, their entire lives, and now is their time to stand for a new master. Uh, get them, do. Franklin. <laughs> oh, jolly, we're going to give you a right rotten. A real biting. We're coming for you, for your necks and for your ankles. And then we'll do your shoes and we'll launder your pants and then we'll <laughs> bite you again. <laughs> and then we'll make you a big old coffin. Uh, yeah, you say those things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ragyog, is there any further actions you wanted to take? Uh, are those um, are the tentacles still on my arms? Gone. Are they disappeared? Cr- coming out of the go. amulet still? Do- no, nothing. No sign that they ever existed. It's almost as if it's a figment of your imagination. All right, I I've reached down and I'm going to grab um, the amulet, pick it up, and put it in my pocket. Okay, you pick it. Uh, you pick it up. It's still cold against your flesh, and as you pop it in your pocket, um, you, you hear a voice. You pop it in your pocket. You hear a voice. Very good, my boy. Uh, morning, Lord. Have you got a cold? What? Who? Who are you? Hello? Oh, for fuck's sake, I've had too many garlic mints. Franklin and Jerry uh, rush forward. So who is visible? Ragyog, um, Louise. Sunny? Irina and Sasha are not visible. Correct. Um, How were you arrayed around the the carriage? Sonny was was leading and had the reins, um, yeah, because nobody could see him pick his hemorrhoids that way. Louise is is standing on the top of the the carriage with her shield and uh, sickle out and in like, it's it's quite a a good silhouette. Yeah. yeah, We we get it, Jack. We get it. Ragyog is on the ground because he had to pick up the amulet. 
Uh, which side is that on? Sorry, for the the right, the, the right, yeah, the far so, right, the far right. <laughs> um, Franklin and Jerry, no, that's annoyed me. at the, the Franklin and Jerry annoyed at the sight of a commie standing on top of the carriage. Because, of course, they're dyed-in-the-wool fascists. Um, <laughs> rush, the, <laughs> rush the carriage um, and scramble up to to attack uh, Louise. Sick. I can't see where to bite, Franklin. It's got to be around here somewhere. Uh, what's your armor class, Louise? Uh, that would be uh, 20... 20. Yep. Damn. Okay, so um, Franklin and Jerry's claws um, scrape at uh, at the the leg plates of your armor, unable to, to get their way through, but um, they are able to grab a hold of your leg armor and lift themselves up and bite down into your um, into your ankle. Um, just right into the the fleshy bit on top of your ankle. Hey, Jerry. Pe- what color is the communist's blood? Uh, oh, is it blue? It's uh, red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. That's pretty funny. <laughs> they say as they drink uh, Louise's blood, Louise takes 13 um, hit points of damage as they, uh, they drain her life force through her ankle. Why have why has um, Franklin and Jerry turned into fucking Waldorf and If you if you came for originality, you're in the wrong place. I was just about to question why. Um, exactly, Irina. Um, Irina is invisible. She's uh, wants to, so no one can see her. So they can't see her cast a spell either. That's right. Yeah. Great. Um, so she's going to just cast a fireball at Franklin and Jerry. <laughs> is that going to hurt Louise, though? Because I don't want to do that. Can I do something more subtle? Too late. i got to say, Lauren, no, that's, uh, that stings. Or it's going to. No, it'll burn. That's a 20-foot 20, 20 radius blast. So oh, okay. it's like a 40-foot um, across fireball. No, it's okay. I mean... Feel free. It's, I don't want how to does do, I read I feel? I don't want to hurt anyone. <laughs> it may be a little But I also don't damage. like that, uh, yeah. Um, can I, I mean, I hate got, people like, ripping off the Muppets. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got, I've got something called Friends. Can I make them, can that I make them, work. can yeah. I, can I make them friends and then just like, you know, then they don't have to. Uh, you can give it a red hot go. Sucking, sucking the blood of my friend. Yeah, give it a go. I don't seem. To, I apparently can just what cast that at will. It's not doing anything. It's not giving yeah. me an option. I mean, I could also. Uh, sorry, I can also just hit him with a dagger. Um, and that would be like no, an, friends, invis- an invisible. Friends is great. Yeah, sweet. All right, I kind of yeah. prefer that. Friends, friends. No one told you life would ever be this way. Okay, so <laughs> friends. <laughs> it's like a... This is this is the cantrip. This is what I have to say. Like she just <laughs> had been invisible, this this over the wind. This, sing the whole theme song, all the way through, and then when it gets to the clapping bit, she just points at them and, and sort of does almost like a wiggles move, bow, 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 and that's how the spell is cast. <laughs> so no one told you life was going to be this way. I'm definitely the Joey of the group. Your job's <laughs> a joke. You're a broke. Your life, life's day, oh, hey. Spoke, spoken like a true chandler. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. Maybe a moniker? Um, you you cast the spell. I just read it. Um, 
and it affects Irina and is good at making non-hostile creatures friendlier with you. So you get an advantage on all charisma checks against uh, non-hostile creatures. Unfortunately, Franklin and Jerry are pretty hostile right now. <laughs> Do you want to try and bring them down to earth? <laughs> Am I allowed to? What do you mean by... Um, you, you could uh, try and talk them down or interact with them to... Okay, to all right. Them. Yeah, I can do that. I want to stay invisible, though, okay? Okay, um, yeah, just a so, whispered voice. Yeah, I'm gonna, can I, I'm going to do a persuasion check. Well, just okay. like... <laughs> can yeah? you do it with disadvantage? Sorry? Um, I have a 17. What does that mean? Yeah, no. Um, so you need to roll it twice and take the lowest because... Um, the disembodied invisible voice is less persuasive to be friends. Oh, damn. Okay, so it was a 23 and a 17. So the lowest is still 17. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I'm totally invisible friends and I, and I come is very persuasive. Straight up to uh, Franklin and Jerry and I can be like, Franklin and Jerry, this is your mummy. Oh, mummy! The woman who gave oh. the woman who gave birth to you. Oh! What are you mother. doing? Stop doing that! In fact, get the fuck away from that fish woman! Oh, oh. mummy! I'd forgotten oh. about your filthy, filthy way of speaking. Yes, speak, but... speak more dirty to us. <laughs> All right, you. Yes, you always did favor Franklin. <laughs> I never favored either of you. You're both my favorite, but also you're kind of the same person. That was your fault, Mummy. You sewed us together. It was only because. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> only did that because we needed to. We're very poor. And we needed less mouths And I was born feed. without any legs, of course. Yes. But now we have two legs and a very hungry vampire no, 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 twins. No. Oh, I'm so hungry. No, no, Despite you're fine. Despite your amazing efforts, you're unable to persuade <laughs> Franklin and Jerry to turn from their vampire path and, um, <laughs> and they continue to attack. Damn it. <laughs> Louise. Sorry, Mummy. It's <laughs> your go. Mummy, I know you'll be Oh, proud. shut up. It's not even you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving um, your mum. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Louise, uh, feeling the bite uh, in her ankle, water starts, like, pissing out of her, out of her now two leg holes. Um... And because it's quite a lot of pressure down there in the bottom of the suit. So it's like, it's, it's water and blood and it's just going all over Cherry or Franklin. Yeah, whichever one. Um, At this point, it's kind of both of us. Yeah, we're really enjoying it. Um, and, uh, and, and she uh, is pretty pissed off about this. So she... Uh, turns to both Jerry and Franklin, raises the sickle and says, get the fuck off my feet. And then <laughs> slashes, slash, slashes both of them uh, with, with her sickle. Um, and I think probably a divine smite, probably in so, order here. Yeah, cool. Um, which I can't find. So just roll roll your attack? Yeah. That's a twenty. From whom from whom 20. comes it soft twenty. Yeah. Dirty from twenty. Who, from whom comes a divine smite given your uh, persuasion there, Louise? <laughs> yeah. From whom comes Carl Marx. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. From the uh, from the beard of Lenin. Yes. Lenin. Yeah. <laughs> this one's this one's actually from Lenin. Oh. Um, I preferred McCartney, but sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and how do I do the divine? So you just roll your um, normal damage. attack damage. Yeah. 
And then uh, you need to roll some mighty damage on top. Um, so that's uh, 3d8 extra. Oh if boy. it's a first level. Um, and an extra d8 for every level after that. 18 uh, plus 4, so 22. Okay, you slash down into um, Franklin and Jerry, um, just right into their, you slash down right into their join and the, the <gasps> ancient stitching starts to, to split <laughs> apart uh, a bit. Um, Jerry, it's finally happening. But I quite like you now. Um, the red light uh, of Louise's uh, divine sickle smite um, shining into the, um, the the cut uh, that she makes in their joined bodies. Can I and, do uh, a can I do a bonus action? Yeah, because I think I can attack again. Yeah, great, um, go for it. So she's gonna be, get the fuck off my feet, and uh, again goes in for the the sickle attack. Um, and maybe a bit of a... Can I also do a little bit of a bump with the shield as well? Sure. Oh, that's not as good. 14 to hit? Uh, no, that misses. So you swing down and um, and Franklin and Jerry reeling from the cut uh, um, sort of s- shuffle backwards and slip down from the side of the carriage and your your sickle blade smashes into the side of the carriage. That's right, Franklin. Roll from the bullies like mummy tortoise. Oh. Whoa. Okay, Sa- Whoa. Sasha. Whoa. Um. You're on top. Now I'm on top. Now you're on top. Now I'm on top. <laughs> this is why I killed them. Don't worry. I'm going to kill them again. Sasha is, uh, she steps to the edge of the cart and lets the, um, the invisibility fade and reveals herself to both Franklin and Jerry. (gasps) Mistress Sasha, I mean... Well, 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 Franklin and Jerry, honey, darling, you two are just so caught up in just such nasty things, aren't you? I can't remember what those quotes were that I was looking at before, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, you're just you're uh, a cat on a hot tin roof, aren't you? Um, Jeez Louise, I don't know. Who pissed in your cereal this morning? That was the one I was thinking of. Um, I need you two to stop being such little shits. Can you do that for me? Can you really do that for me? Oh, Sasha, we serve a different master now. (gasps) Hang on, I just... (gasps) No, you still serve me, and I'm going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp. (laughs) (laughs) What? Didn't see that one coming, did ya? What a fucking spell name. Uh, Maximilian's Earth and Grass? It sounds like earthen, a, like a type of pot or grass. something. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> it makes a small grassy bound. Yes. <laughs> it would be much more effective whenever than whatever I just did before. So, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll soon find we'll out. Soon <laughs> I do like um, the idea of a garden shop. Maximilian's Earth and Grass. Seems yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> rubble. Your lawn to catch that D and D and gardening crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can buy fertilizer Massive. and edibles. Let's, let's keep that for our spin-off <laughs> podcast, obviously. <laughs> so beside them, um, uh, the ground begins to rise up and uh, the uh, uh, and reaches out to one creature that I can see with 
that's within five feet of it. So they are still one creature. Now I'm gonna kind of do a little bit different with the the idea. So so basically. An yeah. earthen hand raises out of the ground and then a second hand branches off and grabs both torsos of uh, Franklin and Jerry and starts to squeeze and tear Ooh. apart. Ooh. Oh. Jer- Jerry's madly Ooh. stitching the joint between <laughs> or trying to. <laughs> yes, yes, there, you missed uh, a spot. It- it's a it's a strength save of uh, sixteen that they uh, have to. Okay. Otherwise, they are restrained. They are restrained. <gasps> um, and they take two d six bludgeoning damage. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm kind of like tearing them apart. Is what I'm kind of thinking. Yep. Uh, that is a. Uh, Five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's a. It's gonna be a very slow little punishment for you two if you can't <laughs> stop being such naughty little bossy bosses. Can you do that for me? Can you this, be? Can you play nice, please, Franklin and Jerry? This character is so much better when you can see the video of Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of shoulder well, movement. I gotta get into on. the character, okay? And uh, the only way I gotta embody it. And I picture you wearing a big bonnet, like yeah, a seven belt bonnet. Yeah, exactly. Like there's still fan. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's still the parasol that's like kind of yes. like just hooked over one shoulder. You know, like yeah. yeah. Um, so the two earthen hands um, reach up and grasp um, the torsos of Franklin and Jerry, and pulling them apart, ripping further, ripping them down the seam. It drags them and pins them down uh, to the ground. Sunny. Well, by Hoover's beard. Now I gone a little bit southern myself. It's good to hear someone speaking the old language. Tell you what, I remember my roots down there in Albuquerque Way. Whew. Tell you, is that George W. Bush running off there? I miss that boy. I miss that boy. All right. Sonny springs from his seat at the front of the coach. Uh, sword aloft, light of the sun god beaming from it and also the spell light that he cast earlier. And he swings it down, right down the middle of the split of Franklin and Jerry um, and makes his radiant attack and rolls an 18. Yes, that is a hit. All right. Now, as as vampires, they're undead which means I get some extra damage given that it's a radiant weapon. They are undead. Um, I wasn't asking. they're hypersensitive to sunlight uh, as well. They they are restrained as well. So is there any additions that... You'll get advantage on your attack. All right, all right. I'll roll again. Yeah, it's it's, it's one better. 19. All right. Um, Cool. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) Could have been a 20. It's it's not nothing. nothing. Um, That is, uh, damage-wise, that is... uh, Let me just see... Oh, that's 15 points damage. Bam. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's more. It's 15. No, it is 15. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely 15. It's the same. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the energy blade leaps out and slashes um, through the air and the, um, the light cast from the blade itself is brighter than the light spell that you'd cast earlier and, and daylight floods um, the, um, floods the, the roadway where you are. And you can see as the light hits Franklin and Jerry, their skin begins to burn and, and peel back on their faces and hands as they reach up and, and try to shield their faces from the sunlight. And the blade slices down, cutting into their conjoined bodies, slicing them apart for the first time since they were just wee babies. <laughs> you two give blood-sucking Republicans like me a bad name. <laughs> um, Franklin and Jerry lay separated, bleeding out on the ground, dying once more in the dirt 
um, as uh, Franklin turns to Jerry and says, "I'll be there for you <laughs> when the rain starts to pour." Now might be the wrong time to tell you, but you have terrible breath. <laughs> Esmeralda steps out uh, of the carriage, a hand crossbow in each hand. She points them down and fires them point blank range into Franklin and Jerry's faces, ending their comedic antics forever. Yay! I told you I was pretty fucking useful, eh? (laughs) Oh, you got them good. You got them good, didn't you? Esmeralda. Didn't forget my crossbows this time. I walk around the side of the cart and go, what's all the commotion around here? Somebody's singing the theme tune to my most hated fucking TV show of all time. (laughs) The Big Bang Theory. Yes. We never sang that. (laughs) Okay, so the the daylight of the energy blade fills the the roadway where you're standing and it shines shines out and that sort of light, you can see it from from a, uh, a long distance away and up. Uh, ahead of you on Yester Hill, you hear the crunching as the the cottage starts to lift itself free from the side of the hill and and um, crunch down towards you. So each of the um, each of the 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 roots cr- uh, digging into the ground as it, it it climbs its way down the side of the hill uh, and off in the distance in the from the way you've ca- uh, you've come up in the sky you hear a screech of frustration uh, as baba yaga sees uh, the flash and turns to head back towards you okay so where are we headed can with, i just quickly doing? ask uh yes. when when um old mate um uh, shit, sorry, Ben. I f- totally forgot. You. Oh. Ragyog. Ragyog. Uh, <laughs> wow. Ragyog. 30 episodes? Just, I know, I know. And, that was real bad. I know. I just yeah. have total mental blank. I'm ben, sorry. Right. Ben's um, the one character the entire time. Just, <laughs> the, only the only person. The only person that has I know, I know. I'm sorry. I just, I just I'm have the a one mental blank. with the big I'm dick sorry, energy, Dan. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, did everyone else see the black tendrils or did it was no. just nah, no one saw anything? No okay, saw I it. wanted to just. I saw that. one big black tendril. I don't know about <laughs> Big tendril energy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, guys, um, there's something coming towards us that I don't think we should be here for. Is it that flying skull again? Yeah, giddy up, motherfuckers. All right. No, it's yeah. Baba Yaga. That's who we came to kill. That's why we're here in the first place. Yeah, we're supposed we... to see them. Perhaps. The cottage begins to gallop down the hill towards you. The roots, like, ripping up the sides of the hills. It, it, it begins to pick up pace. What do you um, say, Curly? Should we do it for Reagan? Let's do it for Reagan. Come on, Curly. Everybody aboard. <laughs> Curly, uh, Curly is very incensed at the idea of Reagan, and for Reagan, Curly, for free, <laughs> launches Kicks. into the into the Ferrari symbol, and uh, and who's <laughs> hit the ground, and he just pelts. And the car- carriage takes off, rocketing up the the road, up the hill towards the cottage, the animated cottage, which is heading down towards you on a massive collision course. Yeah, Irina also rears up into the Ferrari position as well. <laughs> <laughs> but she is invisible and no one can see. <laughs> that one was just for her. Ragyog holding on to the side of the carriage also revs up into the Ferrari position and but also uses it to cast beacon of hope <laughs> on everybody um, what does beer can look like uh it's a it's a giant beer can uh <laughs> lathander's <laughs> brew shimmers above you and casts yeah. his and then um, pours, frothy pours amber light all over us so <laughs> just it's a giant shoe leaking beer that just <laughs> pours down on all of you. By yourself, um, fill a lager. 
It's morning fresh. <laughs> As the Lavanda Lager spills all over everyone, uh, the energy dissipates into you all and, and bestows everyone with hope and vitality. Um, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains max hit points from any healing. The carriage, uh, as the beer can pours its frothy amber liquid over each of you, Mm. you, the the carriage, ooh, sticky, the carriage (laughs) uh, hits the bottom of the hill and rockets up. um, And as it reaches the first row of monoliths, the... the, The cottage racing down the hill rears up into the Ferrari symbol ready to (laughs) to take you on. Um, And as the carriage blasts through the the first um, ring of monoliths, you can see that the mist seems to cling oddly to each of the stones and the cairns around you. And as the the carriage starts to burst through, um, that mist seems to reach in or reaches in and envelops each of you, uh, covering your eyes as if you've just burst through a fog wall uh, and all goes dark for each of you and I think that is the perfect place to end this episode of DPR does curse of Strahd <laughs>